There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Now, the pubs should have opened uh, today. At least uh, that was uh, the plan. But the plan has gone backwards, as you know. And uh, it'll be at least a couple of weeks. uh, But realistically, you'd wonder if uh, there's any prospect of the pubs opening at the end of this month. Colette Nugent is uh, the chair of the VFI in Louth, manager of uh, the market Barn on the the line. And a very good morning to Colette. And thanks for joining us uh, this morning. Do you expect to be open? morning, Michael. Thanks for having us. Um, no, we don't expect to be open. We have now been left adrift, left to our own devices. Still no guidelines. As We've been waiting, as I'm sure you're all aware, we were to open on the 20th of July. We all got our stock in and then they pulled the rug on that. Then they're coming that we were opened on the 10th of August. And of course, the rug has been pulled on that. Now, whether that was a strategic political move on their behalf or not, I don't know, because the remaining 3,500 pubs that are still closed are now going to have to circumnavigate this um, mm. loophole food law, shall we put it, and interpret it any way you like, that we can now open our premises, provided we're serving food. We're all now going to turn into restaurant bars and gastro pubs. But, it's happening uh, already, isn't it? I, I mean, uh, Absolutely, yes. I mean, what, you know what? You can't blame people. We have a living to make. I mean... We were the first to close, first to close and the last to open, and we're still not open. I mean, we've had no support. I know we have ministers banging on that they did support us, and like in fairness, we're not being meanly messed about it. The bit of assistance that they get is, gave us is good, but it's it's nominal. It's not even the top of the the tip of the iceberg of what's needed, and we're left on our own devices. There's no assistance there. There's no mention of our mental health here. Now I see what's going on down in. In, uh, in Offaly and mm. Leash and Kildare, mm. which is absolutely mind-numbingly horrendous. I mean, how can you open a meat factory today and a pub and a hotel next door so closed? Mm. I mean, how does that even, you know, correlate to making any sense? And so that doesn't instill us with any uh, confidence at all with the government. Well, there's no restaurants open. Uh, there's no pubs open. Even if they sell way. food, it's only takeaway food in the three well, counties. I mean, even, mm. you know, what, mm. what's the problem? You know, I don't get, this mm. doesn't, none of it adds up to me, Michael, if you get me. Mm. So either we were all supposed to, you know, open the pubs and let us all do what we're supposed mm. to do and be able to serve alcohol in a controlled environment. Mm. What's happening now is, you see, OK, we have these chaps and ladies and chaps working below in these meat factories that are living in um, unacceptable conditions. However, 
there's a key note in there. There's young people at that. Young people go to house parties. Young people congregate together. So when you have that, there's going to be, a, 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 you know, a, a, another statistic of maybe spread. That's where it's coming from. They're not testing them. That's not, it's above my pay grade, what they're doing down there. Yeah. That's HSE or HSA. But when you correlate all this information together, there's no control environment of alcohol in it. Like, I mean, when the government came out to us, Michael, and said, alcohol is the root of all evil, this is the problem. Well, if alcohol is the problem, I gave them a solution weeks ago, and I sent it in to them. Ban all alcohol sales. If, if alcohol is, in point of fact, this is the problem, close us all down. Make a level playing field, don't make an idiot of some and of mm. others. You see, what's happening is some are open and some aren't. I mean, I myself have no choice but to open the market bar and go down the food route. I don't want to do that. But we can, we can interpret that rule that's in there under the fourth year guidelines, um, in there in the guidelines, to state that we don't have to have a registered kitchen. We don't have to have a, a HACCP kitchen. Yeah. We, as long as our food is coming from those registered kitchens, we can open and serve. Mm. It doesn't make sense because all that's doing now is putting pressure on our pensioners who have cocooned for 22 weeks now and are low uh, wage income. Do you think some pubs are, are playing with the rules a bit, though? For the most part, when I was told, no, there was one or two rogue ones. They've been, you know, nipped in the bud. And in fairness, a lot of it has been down to not knowing what to do. Because Mm. let's go back to this. We've no guidelines. So we were left with these guidelines and sort of interpret out of that what you like. It's Mm. a bit like a father's head script, Michael, you know. Mm -hmm. Take the the points out of that. So when they're actually told, no, this isn't what you do. This is what you have to do. They don't. Once yeah. they were shown that the fellas is the error of the way. But the public health advice is that the international evidence is once you open the pubs, you see an increase in the prevalence of the virus. Uh, but I, I think you're probably right in saying that the messaging is mixed or mixed to some degree because the local evidence is that if you keep some of these meat factories open, you see an increase in the prevalence of the disease. There is an and I get that. And if that's the case, if, if they've said from day one, the government, that they're following guidelines and watching other countries of how they've done it, why were we permitted to open anything on the 29th of June? And if we were permitted to open anything, whether it be a restaurant or a gastropub or hotel bars, whatever it may be, on the 29th of June, they should have opened us all up at that mm. time, reviewed it in three weeks and said, OK, this is not working. There's the spike in numbers. Mm. We have to close it all down and we review it again. But they didn't even give us the chance or the responsibility or the manners or the respect to us publicans to say, this is what we do, this is what we have a licence for, Michael. We know how to serve alcohol Mm. in a controlled environment. Okay, but what they have said is that uh, they were allowing you to open up effectively as restaurants, uh, that uh, you wouldn't have people drinking in bars in the way that we would recognise bars in this country where you'd go for a few pints and maybe stagger home after a long night on the session because now they're saying you need just to spend whatever it is, 110 minutes and be out by 11 o'clock. Well, it's 105 minutes per visit. So, I mean, you're not going to get drunk in 105 minutes anyway. So mm. you're going to come in and have your two or three pints, if that, in that a lot of time. So we don't need the food. Take the food aspect out of it. Let them come in for their hour and a half and have their two or three pints and go home. You know, and now they've slipped in this 11 o'clock closing, which is completely... Where did that come from? That wasn't discussed. It hasn't been passed in legislation. Mm. Again, it's another guideline, which we as publicans and licensed firms... Well, it's it. come from real-life experience. and I mean, I'm sure you've heard stories from people, as I have, uh, that uh, people have gone in and uh, they haven't been asked to leave after the 105 minutes or whatever it is, and they've left sure. uh, after a, a good long night in the pub. 
Yeah, but you know, Michael, here's the thing. We're all adults. There was mm. nobody super gluing those customers to the seat. And then they went out the door and went on Facebook or wherever else and started complaining about the customer or the, the pub. Go up to the publican and say, I'm here two hours and you didn't tell me to leave. You know, there's no point in doing it behind the door. No, it's like me going to my supermarket and buying my groceries. I have made a conscious decision to go in and a calculated risk to go in and buy my shopping. It's the same going to a pub, a restaurant or anything else. There's no social distancing in pennies or dollars or anywhere else. So, you know, in our environment, we are socially distanced. That's our job. It makes, we were, are going to make sure we do it, Michael, in order to stay open. Mm. But as it is, they're giving us no assistance, guidelines or help in any form of that. Okay. I said to you, the mental health of, of publicans in this country at the moment is just, I can't impress on how serious this is. It's just really very, very upsetting, Michael. Okay, I uh, would imagine there's the prospect uh, that you won't be open this year if uh, you don't sell food. Uh, I know you said uh, you're going to go down no, that route, we won't. but that's that's and, that's. You know, but if the government wanted none of the pubs open, Michael. Here's the kicker for them: mm. every pub now in Ireland will open. Maybe a thousand will stay closed, but the majority of us will open and do the food avenue. So we, we, he has every pub opened anyway. Mm. So you know, anyway, we are where we are, as the fella says, and we know that this is an, a very, very real thing, and it's starting to spike again, and. It's, you know, we all need to take responsibility for our own health and actions. Wash your hands, wear your mask, and just please, please, people, have a little bit of common sense and try to be kind to one another. That's all I'd ask at the moment, because at the moment, from our point of view in our trade, we are absolutely left adrift. There's not one bit of support out there for us, Michael, at the moment, unfortunately. OK, well, we're going to hear the scientific reason why now. Uh, you're welcome to stay on the line if you like. Thank for you very much. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, stay with us there, Claire, if you wish. Uh, We're going to hear the scientific reasoning for all of this. Uh, First of all, the Acting Chief Medical Officer, Ronan Glynn. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing magic about this evidence. If you go online and and Google uh, COVID and pubs, you will see outbreaks all across the world in relation to this. You know, um, we we can easily publish, but it's just a list of countries, states all across America, Aberdeen, uh, Sydney. Um, there are numerous places across the world where pubs have led to significant clusters and outbreaks. Um, and that was simply part of um, our process, along, as I said, with the overarching aims of, in the first instance, protecting public health. We have a pandemic here. It's not gone away. This disease is lethal. Uh, we have had uh, a very significant number of deaths in this country, uh, and we need to do everything we can to ensure that we don't go back to where we were earlier this year. That's the Acting Chief Medical Officer, Ronan Glynn. The Chief Medical Officer is Colin Henry. The evidence and experience internationally hasn't been targeted at particular sectors and pubs, but it's very clear from international experience is that inside is more dangerous than outside. Close crowds are are not not good and increasing the number of contacts. So it just so happens that in unrestricted engagement within a pub setting or indeed a house party that they present an almost perfect recipe for transmission of the virus if if there's uncontrolled movement and engagement between people. Right, the expert in epidemiology in this country and uh, the man who uh, tracks uh, the reproductive rate or the OR number is Professor Philip Nolan. I don't think we should be waiting for, for some sort of smoking gun here that says there's a set of outbreaks in these settings. You're much more likely to detect outbreaks in family homes or workplaces or whatever because they're fixed populations of people. It's much more difficult to detect an outbreak in a more fluid environment of, of, of a pub. But 
what we do know is that is that community transmission is this circumstance where we can't precisely trace how person B became infected. Um, but what we do know is that community transmission occurs in congregated settings. So whether it's a party that you host in your own home or getting a big group of people together uh, in a public house, they're high-risk environments. And you may not detect the fact that the transmission occurred uh, uh, in, in that environment. But we know from uh, simple virology and international experience that they're the places where this mysterious community transmission happens. It could be the work the break room in your workplace, but this is these are the places where these transmissions happen, and these are the circumstances under which we have to ask people to reduce the numbers and take really strong precautions that when you are socialising, that you don't transmit the virus by overcrowding or, frankly, careless behaviour. Philip Nolan, you know, listening to that, Claire, uh, I don't think uh, those guys would be too upset uh, if uh, the government heeded your call to ban all alcohol sales to oh, stop the house parties. No problem with that, yeah. in doing mm. that. But I would just point out to that in the almost, nearly almost six weeks of pubs and gastro pubs and restaurants open, Michael, where's the cases? Mm. There hasn't been one reported COVID case, or I might add, I can allow it, especially. We've had no staff members gone off sick or even asymptomatic to the, to the best of my knowledge. So if that's the case, and I'm not saying that they're wrong. I, you know, they're mm. going on what's happened in other, in other countries, and that's fine. But, you know, we don't have any cases. We've had nothing reported here. So if they bang that drum, that's fine. But there's no level playing field, and they've made a mockery of it all. And the biggest mockery is down in, in Manus today, or down in Kildare, where they have the factory open next door. In Tullamore, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's no... Well, the science is there, and the science backs it up, and that's what the profession is there above my pay grade. But I'm talking about... I'm on the, the front line here, looking at people and talking to people. There's no cases come in any pub in, in, in the island of Ireland today that have been in a restaurant, in a pub, or any gastropub environment. None reported, Michael. So I'd like an answer on that for them. Okay, well, we'll leave that as a, an open question, Coretta, and <laughs> thank you indeed. Thank you so very much, Michael. I so much appreciate having the time to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed for joining thank us. Colette Nugent, much. Chair of the VFI in Louth, is the manager of the Market Bar in Drogheda. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.